Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. This is a public service announcement. Manscaped now has beard products and is going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. Go ahead and tell the world, people. The leaders in below the waist grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with their revolutionary grooming products. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your game by going to manscaped.com and using our code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Again, that's promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Oh, yeah. And we are recording. Nice. Drugs hit. Whoa, man. Whoa. What's going on, man? Um. Over there. I don't really have a whole lot to contribute today because I'm a good kid. Oh. Man. (laughs) 40. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds like a fucking loser. I mean, one could could argue that, and one could argue (laughs) that I made a promise myself at church camp that I would never engage. And butt sex. Is that- Ooh, I'm a liar. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, you guys, if you didn't know Simo back then, uh, back during his youth, you know, he was a good kid. He meant well. Uh, he just hung out. I was a home. virgin in college. <laughs> With his Christina Aguilera posters. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and an instinct poster behind my clothes in the closet. <laughs> I'll go like this. I'll go, hey guys. <laughs> it's, me. it's me, you guys. It's uh, me. So, you know, I just want to say hi. <laughs> give him a break, you guys. He uh, does mean well. It's just, you know, you know, you know. You yeah. Know. And actually, there, there's this is what I what i was looking for uh if you think uh <laughs> you know it's just like how can this dude not have any experience with this growing up it's like you know this is this this was him yeah. <laughs> not only do i have braces but i have rubber bands too <laughs> <laughs> hey guys you know where the party's at <laughs> hey guys <laughs> Waka waka. Hey guys, can I do your homework for you? Yeah. We're going to do this in uh, three. Three, two, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. 
with the Flashhead Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Drunk. Just kidding. I'm good. Actually, I didn't I drink not. yesterday or today. That's a record. Two days so far. Yeah. You know why? Because I got smashed with you guys on Friday. How are you? Are you are you, yeah. you recovered? No, man. I'm hurting still. Day two, hangover. I mean, but also, I was up to fucking, I was telling you off here, I was up to eight in the morning, which never... Is there anything I do anymore? I'm not cool anymore, you guys. I am 35 years old. So literally all day yesterday, all I could muster was eat pizza, sleep, and like watch TV. And uh, today I have some rehearsals and stuff. But other than that, it's looking like a very similar well, you know, day. So. Your Saturday <laughs> sounds like a perfect day. Eat, sleep, kind of pizza, Netflix. And repeat. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty nice nice you know what did that guy say on stage the other night he said is it netflix or chill or is it streaming cream i thought that was so funny yeah that's uh, who said that the other night that was barack 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 said that man that was such a funny one-liner um follow him on bragg comedy you guys i had a great time at the show he really is like a star athlete like he just he came at a moment's notice and and the photography for your show, I mean, he also had a phenomenal set. I mean, he's always funny, but he really like I didn't want to be honest, I didn't want to go after him because he was so funny. Yeah, he was kicking ass and taking names, you guys. And that's the yeah. only thing that you can do at the greatest comedy show of all time, you guys. Steam alluded to it. It was awesome. It was epic yeah. and wild. There's a reason why. Had to be epically up till eight in the morning after such a show because it was the greatest comedy show of all time, guys. It happened. We came. We rocked. The fucking crowd was so awesome. If you're listening to this and you were in that audience on Friday, thank you so freaking much. That was one of the most supporting crowds I have ever seen. They were there to laugh, have a good time. And then it rubbed off on the comics, you know, and that's the kind of the good way of rubbing off on the comics you want, not like the bad way, like Simo's uncle that doesn't come to shows anymore. Uh, yes. Well, he's not allowed to be, to be like within 50 feet of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or playgrounds. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that restraining order is still in effect. Uncle Rufus, so stay away. But uh, if you were in the audience on Friday, don't you stay away. Keep coming back. Get tickets to the next one. We'll be back May 19th. 7.15 p.m. That's a Friday again at Broadway Comedy Club. And use promo code RETURN to save 50%. 5-0. Use it, dude. Save some money. Come see the greatest comedy show of all time. Like there was these girls in the front row that were, like, super successful. I think they were, like, all moms. And they were some fearless, tough bitches. You know what I mean? And the, yeah. they they were sitting in the front row. They didn't give a care in the world. A lot of times, the front row is the last few seats to be taken. You know, because everyone's scared. They right up. It'll be totally empty. You'll have a full room everywhere else, except the front row. So then people take yeah. pictures, and it looks like you're performing in front of an empty fucking room. But it's yeah. because the second row is not the front row, which is so annoying. I mean, it's the worst. But it's like. 
I hate when they leave that front door open and then the second row just becomes the front row. Because it's like, dude, you know I can still see you, right? Like, like you're right there. You're maybe like six inches behind where you would have been if you stood the front. And now I know you're awkward, so now I definitely want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's just me. True story. Um, it was nice to have a... sitting in a no go on. I was, I was gonna say I had a little bit of like a, a college reunion because um you didn't know when you booked her, but Sophia, Sophia Zolan, she uh performed in our show on Friday, and that was the first time I saw her in like 15 years because we did theater together at Taos University. She graduated um uh, oh. uh from our alma mater. Pretty cool, right? Very cool, very, very cool. Yeah, small world. Some... Reunion, yeah, no, yeah, crazy. dude. It's now uh, we have some more notable alumni, Towson. It's not just it's not just the Stacy Keebler and the Dirty Jobs guy. Now we got three more. Oh Wait, yeah, Dirt, Dirty Jobs guy. Who's that? Yeah, he went to Towson. I remember, I remember that that show, Dirty Jobs, on uh, Discovery Channel. The student, uh-uh. do. Oh man, well, he was hilarious. Well, he he wasn't like a real. He was just a very likable guy. But he would basically do like, like he'll be a janitor for a day, or he'll be like a pipe cleaner for a day. All these like dirty jobs that you people don't really know. Oh, about that's pretty cool. I yeah, I think cool, we should so. do that. I, I, you know, um, who's the other girl you said? You said it was Amy no. Gibbler. Well, who what was the name? <laughs> no, Stacy Keebler. Kimmy Gibbler. Stacey... Wait, who's Stacy Keebler? Why does that sound familiar? Well, uh, if you don't live under a rock, you know that she is one of the hottest women to ever walk the face of the earth. She was a Baltimore Ravens cheerleader who then transitioned into the world of pro wrestling to become one of the greatest managers of all time. And she just went in the WWE Hall of Fame like two weeks ago. Boring. She's still a babe. Let's be honest. I think she dated George Clooney, actually. She uh, did? As well, in her peak fame she was in dancing with the stars and did quite well she had well if you're in dancing with the stars that's not really a good thing that means that your career (laughs) is struggling you are driving the struggle (laughs) bus straight to bitch town and uh i wouldn't brag about that now being a hall of fame is cool too but it also kind of concludes your career yeah, unless uh, Simo feels this way about Dancing with the Stars. Unless Dancing with the Stars, if you're casting, Simo is totally here and available. <laughs> Hit him up at chris.more.comedy. Let me fall back it on totally it. It totally takes it back if, if you're That's, casting. To me, <laughs> if you're not, Dancing then fuck you. The... He hates your show. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, to me, is the same caliber as like Bravo Housewife celebrity-ness. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like if, if you're cast on Big Brother or Celebrity Apprentice or Dance with the Stars, they're all D-list celebrities. Sorry, Clay Aiken. That's that's fair. That's fair. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like Dancing with the Stars, they, I feel like Dancing with the Stars should really just up their budget and got themselves, like, you know, like like the Brad Pitts or, like, the Robert De Niro's or something like that. Like, that, man, that would have been cool. Christopher Walken, I have won the stock up. He's great. You know, there's that that show called um, Mass Singer. Surprisingly, has some really big celebrities on there. Like the one and only Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) 
Oh, he was on there, wasn't he? <laughs> he, he was on that show. <laughs> right, right after January 6th, too. <laughs> and uh, uh, what is his name? Ken Jeong, I think is his name. Uh, yeah, he walked off. From uh, the Hangover movies, the Asian guy. He walked off. He was so mad. <laughs> Um, of course, Fox would put on Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> uh, but they had. Um, oh, shit. Oh, what's her name? Um, sings the Midnight Train to Georgia. Midnight Train. Um, Gladys Knight. I was like, you have Gladys Knight on there? She's like an icon, you know? Such an icon that I couldn't remember her name. Waka waka. Um, listeners, <laughs> if by chance you're watching this on YouTube, I just want to apologize. I just came straight from the gym. I'm sweaty. I didn't shower or like put any mascara on. I'm sorry. That's all, all I can just say is I'm sorry. Because I'm, I'm getting swole. He looks like a. He looks like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire when uh, Robin Williams forgot the mask, so he just dips his face into the pie and it's goes yeah. through dripping and shit. Hello! <laughs> so it happens to be to get Botox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot oh, of wait, that scene was improvised. We... Mm, yeah, it was. It was. He, uh, he the, the stuff wasn't supposed to be falling off and stuff, so he just fucking winged that because he was a genius. But... Uh, that's why he's our guy. But we, I found this sheet of uh, popping paper right before we started recording. Oh yeah, this thing is so addicting. <laughs> the, the little they had like the little nipples, and you just yeah. <laughs> this is an AS, ASMR podcast now, you guys. <laughs> it's, it's funny you call them little nipples. So I call addicting. it I call it zit paper. It's like popping a zit. Zit paper, yeah, that's true. But there's no fluid in there, so I feel like they're just like little nips. Hi there. <laughs> oh, nice. Nibble on it. Squeeze it. Twist it. Okay, I'm going to stop now. Remember that game as a kid? Yeah. It's called Bop It. It's like twist it, pull it, suck it, slap it. You know, that's, that's how I learned how to masturbate. Thanks, Bop yeah. It. <laughs> that in Sunday school. That's Bob how I those swollen testicles. Bop It. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why That's I have one my penis left. looks like that. Oh, Twist it! Ah! <laughs> you know what? I don't like people to touch my balls ever. Ever. There's no reason. Some people like their balls sucked. I could, oh, never, ever. I, I would be like squirming. Nah, I had this girl. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty talented. This is pretty graphic stuff, by the way. So if you have children in the car, maybe uh, turn it down or turn it up. Depends what kind of parent you are. Um, yeah, she was able to deep throat me and lick the balls at the same time. And I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty talented. I was like, wow, goddamn, look at you. But it was still like, eh, eh, feels weird. My balls don't need that kind of attention. <laughs> they're like, I mean, they're like, uh, they like to be silent partners in this deal. You know what I mean? It's like, they're just like the producers of the film. They don't want to be in it. You know what I mean? They don't want to be... For the camera, they don't want any action, any attention. It's a fun party trick, I guess. We had yeah, this stripper yeah, cool, that cool would stuff. um lay down the the rushies because we would have a stripper come to like the rush parties back in the day. This is before you, and um, uh, before me, we didn't have a fucking stripper. 
Yeah, and then they would have to... FEMO show me his naked pictures in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> you see my right. modeling shots? <laughs> ah, ah. I was so proud. You have to understand, that picture you showed earlier, that is what it looked like my whole life. <laughs> Up until that point where someone was like, like, you know what? You can make money off your looks. And I'm like, these looks? <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Like, really? <laughs> Is a horror film casting? <laughs> you know? So so I was really excited to finally be wanted for once in my life. But anyway, um, uh, wait, why did I bring that up? What was I talking about? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Your sad, sad life. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, oh, the stripper. Yes, yes, yes. She would oh, lay down yes. the rushes on their back and they would put a um lifesaver on their nose and she would squat down and pick it up with her vagina with her pussy lips just (laughs) wait she would there was like now was she grab them or was there her vagina have powerful suction uh function there that you're (laughs) you know what i've actually thought about this a lot i think what it is is that she probably took the the pledge's nose and with the lifesaver on top, I think she firmly inserted that pledge's nose into her veggie veggie, at which point when <laughs> she, they pulled out their nose, it left the lifesaver in her cha-cha. So it wasn't like a, you know. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. There, there's a whole mystery of female genitalia that, that just amazes me. Or maybe you guys got yourself a pregnant stripper. (laughs) Maybe it was a pregnant stripper. It was just a little baby hand. Like, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) The baby just wanted some candy. (laughs) Oh, thank Uh, you. uh, A piece of candy. (laughs) Or maybe, I mean, this was like... A long time ago, it could have even been like Osama bin Laden hiding out in there. Yeah, that's where he was. That's, that's where what he took was. years to he find was him. He in a stripper's <laughs> vagina the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. He was watching Saddam Hussein get captured in Iraq. Like, there's not how they're going to get me, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you ever seen a um, kangaroo jump into a pouch? Yes, yes, that's it. That's, that was the inspiration for Osama bin Laden. That's what he looked like. And then he would come out for air once a day, like in Ace Ventura too, when he pumps out of the rhino ass. Like... He would, he would um, pop his head out, spit out a whole bunch of lifesavers, and then go back in. Come back in. That's why his teeth were awful. Oh, Osama. What a piece of oh, shit. Sam. Am I right? Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, you are correct, my friend. Well, <laughs> I think this is a, as good a time as any. Speaking of bad decisions. Topic. <laughs> yeah, speaking of bad decisions, I'm going to make one that is uh, a good decision and a legal one because I live in sweet, sweet New Jersey. Normally I would do this before the show, but given the topic, it's, uh, I'm going to take a little hit. And get us in the mood. Oh, I have some edibles. I'll be right back. Ooh, that sounds good. And, uh... Okay, so this is a brand called Kikoko. Ooh, Kikoko. 
But you know what? Is it though? coconut? It's K I K O K O. But if you take the vowels away, it's K K K. So maybe this is a cover up. I don't know. Um, but they're called sleep mints. There's also one called calm mints. And it's got three milligrams of CBN. It's not CBD, it's CBN, which I think helps you like sleep more or like relax more. Is that right? And then it's got two milligrams of THC per serving. And you're only supposed to do one before you go to bed, but I chew on a handful of them. Cause I'm- oh God, you chew on them. You're that guy. <coughs> yeah, I do. Like but they're uh, really hard to open. <laughs> Like in movies, I, like I feel like there's always like when people take pills, for some reason they have like the whole container of pills with no one ever, and they just like mm-hmm. <laughs> and start mm-hmm. cranking on them. Is that is that how you how you do it? Like the movie way? They just base it on you? Pretty it's much. Real life. Now I'm gonna be in LA <laughs> next week. I'm gonna ship that to LA for a week, uh, and um, while I'm out there, I'm gonna bring with me. A lot of souvenirs. And by souvenirs, I mean drugs. Uh, I've, you, you know, I got caught one time by TSA with drugs. Um, not like, um, it wasn't that bad. I just played really dumb because it found a whole, I, I brought with me um, some flour from LA and TSA caught me and they're like, you can't take this. And I was like, oh, but it's legal here. They're like, yeah. I was like, and it's legal in New York. And they're like, okay you can't travel with it you can't go across yeah, can't fly all these states that where it's not legal mm-hmm. it's not federally legal so then we can't allow you to do this and i said oh okay i said well then don't throw it away then someone take it or give it away here because that, that was not cheap and they're like okay and i just played really dumb and i what i think is likable because I also had a bunch of cookies and other edibles in there that they did not find. So I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, work. that is really hard to track them, especially because they also have like edibles of real products. So they have like the, like gummy worms, uh, the little peach rings, Doritos, mm-hmm. Cheetos, all that shit. Like, so, I mean, you can't really track that. Totally. So, and um, uh, I do feel like, there's something to be said that if I didn't look the way that I looked, I would have gotten in a lot of trouble. That's that's yeah. white privilege. But it is legal finest. there, so at least they stopped you from flying with it. If they wanted to fuck you, they would have waited until you did fly with it and catch you on the way out. But at least you know when they said something, there's technically nothing they could have done. Just tell you to throw it away because mm-hmm. it is legal. So, but anyways, if you guys ever noticed, we're gonna talk about. Drugs, you guys. Oh yeah, because we just had 420. It was just a week, and uh, Steamer and I actually performed during 420 at QED Astoria, and it was a great night as well. Uh, the crowd was—I don't know if they were high, but they were super awesome. <laughs> and uh, QED's actually been a night, or, or not QED Astoria has a couple of nice dispensaries as well. So if you're out in that way, check them out. You're surrounded uh, by them. I live here. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Uh, and there's trucks too. There's little trucks. You you just go up to the window, and they're like, "What are you looking mm-hmm. for? How are you trying to feel?" Um, just good. Mm-hmm. Feel good. <laughs> Remember a Monster nice. Ball when Halle Berry turned to Billy Bob Thornton and she pulled her tits out, and she's like, "I just want to feel good." Like, okay, well, instead of boning that gross old man, could have just gone to a weed truck. Yeah, that's true. Just saying, but I mean, nice tits, but you should have gone to a weed truck. Her boobs. I did feel pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. 
Fair. <laughs> I think she made the world a better place <laughs> See, by showing those boobies. I was like, Arr! Arr! <laughs> See that to be fair. Uh, that's that's a very disproportionate scene for you know a gay person like yourself and a straight one like myself because I mean I got Harry, Halle Berry's boobies to look at and you got Billy Bob to look at so it's kind of like you know I know <laughs> I don't blame you. He just might be the luckiest man in Hollywood because he was with Angelina for quite some time and then got to bone Halle Berry on camera. I mean. And he was with Angelina, at, in my opinion, during her most like beautiful. Oh, uh, absolutely! Stage before, before we you know when sexual prime like, too. Seconds, yeah, yeah. She was, she was a, she was known as like that, like almost. And she reminded me of, almost of like Catwoman when Michelle Pfeiffer played her. Like she was very sexual but cool. Like I don't know, that was those were the roles she took uh, before yeah, she went. That wasn't like, a good movie. Yeah, it was, all right. it was all right. It was it was it wasn't as good as Fast and the Furious, like on sixty seconds. But uh, it was the thing is, it's one of those movies that fall victim to people hyping it up too much. It's like, oh, this is the coolest movie! You got to watch it, and then you watch it's like, eh. it's mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder what drugs she does. Oh man, well she's rich, so probably all the good stuff. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about drugs, you guys. And we're we're gonna talk about not just weed, even though 420 is all mostly about weed. We're gonna we're gonna give you guys a list of I think it's this I think this is a comprehensive list of most of like the known drugs. Well, the ones that are pills, safer. Yeah. And no, some of these might be personal anecdotes. But some of these that we'll get to the the second half, or I guess it's the second the the last third of the list. These are the untouchables that we would never do, ever, 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 and we recommend you don't either. <laughs> you know, what I mean? live your life, do whatever the fuck you want. But some of these are awful, and some of these are pretty fun drugs. In my mm-hmm, mind. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what we got here. Obviously, we're gonna start out uh, any list about drugs by telling you the the following disclaimer don't be a dumbass don't do drugs and drive or operate any machinery or something stupid like that fucking uh like machine knives anything just enjoy them on your goddamn couch or go to your party do whatever it is but you know people think that they can do like whatever they want to on drugs and like oh i can drive and do it nah, you can't i used to be that person and fuck, man, I tried driving uh, after smoking a joint not that long ago. Were you and so it, like, slow? Literally had to pull the car over. I was like, no, this is not safe. <laughs> this is not cool. I don't know. My like vision started going and feeling weird. So I was like, no, nah, no, this is not cool. So, yeah, don't be an idiot. Yeah, take an Uber. We live in the world of Uber. You can fucking take an Uber. So anyways, we're going to talk about the first one start things easy start things cool uh we're gonna talk about poppers (laughs) (laughs) poppers in the ass (laughs) we're gonna talk about weed baby i mean special here because everybody knows weed we like weed 420 is about weed and generally speaking we talk about feeling it relaxes you and cools you out a little bit but really it depends on the type you're smoking 
Simonos as well. Whether yeah. you're smoking indica or sativa. Uh, for example, sativa, you feel a little more of a mental high. Like, uh, that's something I would use during the day if I want to be creative and maybe write mm-hmm. some jokes or uh, one of our award-winning scripts. You know, that's something that I would do during that time. Uh, if you smoke indica, a.k.a. Inda Couch, uh, you know, that's what you want to use in the nighttime to get the giggles, maybe go to sleep. Uh, you know, it's a good time. Now, I remember the first time I saw Simo get high. I'm oh, really? Sure, it was, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was some indica because literally, like, maybe 25 minutes later, you were sitting down on the same chair you had smoked on, like this, passed out with like the smoke with the bowl, like in your mouth. <laughs> oh really that happens a lot and one time i coughed in the bong and i blew all the weed across the room no yeah. oh, i might have broke the little like off all that bong water and i've been i've been a pretty i don't want to say a heavy smoker but i do dabble quite a bit and still even with the bong on friday i was like carlos so what do i do what do i do do i i like this and then do i pull it out <laughs> <laughs> he takes out of the thing and there's like ash in it and it's like what do i do i mean you fucking dump it out and he looks at me like huh like what because <laughs> whenever like my bowl so if it's ash, you I still try ash to... and you put the new thing well i i try to smoke it so i know it's like all gone so even this ash i'm like well there might be a smidgen back in let me just i don't want to waste it you know what i mean um, oh, no. So Johnson That's and Wales right. University did a study. Like a coal factory? You don't want that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Johnson and Wales University did a study to see what the benefits of cannabis are. So there's a few. Um, here's the seven top seven potential benefits. Okay. Now I'm not going to say like fighting cancer is one. I'm not going to say it cures cancer. We don't know that. And there's different types of cancer. But generally speaking, uh, it helps with um, fighting cancer. Uh, there's a lot of um, uh, studies and a lot of like um, yeah, trials yeah. even being done today on different types of cancer. Uh, it helps to prevent seizures uh, if that's mm-hmm. a problem that you have. Uh, it helps to treat gastrointestinal disorders and also as far as um, cancer is concerned, if you get if you experience nausea from chemo, then sometimes um, marijuana use can help. Uh, it helps to treat some anxiety disorders. It prevents relapse in drug and alcohol addictions. Now, even though there's a lot of 12-step programs that say, like, if you are going to cut everything out, you have to cut everything out. But there's other uh, studies that say, listen, if you are trying to prevent getting back into alcohol and drugs, then sometimes just occasional weed can help fight those cravings. Uh, Lastly, it can help reduce inflammation and lower blood pressure. So when people are like, it's really bad for you, it depends on how you look at it. It might be really bad to do before you get behind the wheel, but if you don't feel good, it might be good. Do you smoke when you're hungover? Does it help you with the hangover? Oh, yeah. For sure it does, man. And like with with headaches, I get migraines too every once in a while. It helps with migraines, which is one of the few things it does. Um, You know, it helps with anxiety. It helps me pass out sometimes when i need to sleep and i'm just like wired or again anxious and i can't uh dude weed is, weed is excellent um 
Yeah, you just gotta be careful with it. Everything in moderation, baby. It's the way I look at it. Like if you're smoking all day every day, obviously you're gonna be burnt out. <laughs> uh, but you do have to watch out for the munchies. Is the one thing I will tell you. If you're a weed smoker, I think eventually you learn to control them. But I mean, especially it depends on what you're smoking. But every once in a while, man, it's just you get that munchie monster in there where you can just eat whatever the fuck you want. And it just, you just never feel full. You know, it's just like, oh, I'll have chips. Oh, I'll get some pizza. Oh, I'll get burger. Oh, I'll take a dip of that. And next thing you know, dude, like you just ate everything. <laughs> and if you do that, you know, a couple of nights a week, your waistline is going to grow. Uh, believe me, look back at the pandemic 2020. You know, that's how we all got fat during the pandemic. I in college, 2006. College too, but What's the that? pandemic, especially the pandemic, like, like um, everything was shut down. You couldn't go to the bar. I mean, you know, you can you can do. go to the liquor store, I guess, but it's no fun to drink at home by yourself. But it is fun to get blasted, get fucking blazed by yourself and watch Netflix. And I was like, yeah. I must have been Entman's number one Absolutely. client. Like, I really just like my favorite thing to do was get yeah. home from work, smoke a lot, and eat chocolate donuts. Like a total fat ass. Yeah, hey, last dude. year and the, and the year closed, before, you know? yeah. I put on about 30 pounds and I've lost 20 and I, and I like where I am right now. So I'm trying to maintain it, but man, we do, I wasn't being responsible with it. You should, it should take off the edge or you shouldn't like, I mean, I was doing way too much. I got fucking fat off that shit, but I still have a great time. You know, uh, I do, I do remember the first time I got high and it was with um, Jack Temple. Remember him? Well, you probably shouldn't tell people's names. Oh, sorry. We're going on YouTube. <laughs> um, Jack Attack. So uh, now everybody knows that Jack smokes weed. So uh, thanks for putting it out for him. Uh, he'll appreciate that when he listens to this. <laughs> I remember smoking quite a bit. And then I got I was drunk though beforehand. And so, you know, it's better to smoke before you drink. But if you drink and then you smoke a lot, it may, might make you a little nauseous with the spins. And I got the spins really bad. And I remember I put my head on the floor and I was like, just give me a moment. And then I just kept saying to myself, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. But I didn't know if I was saying it out loud or in my head. So like, I feel like whatever insecurity you have, if you're like completely blazed, it might come out your mouth. Be careful. <laughs> You should be in a good environment um, anytime you do any drugs. You'd be drinking, smoking, popping fuck, pills, man. be in a good place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you're worried about not being gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. 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 Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. Fag. Just make sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was saying that while giving him a blowjob. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> <sighs> oh shit. Oh, so I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not Can I give yes. a recommendation <laughs> to our avid stoners? You should keep grapes in the freezer. Because sometimes, like, for me, when I'm high, I just want something crunchy. And if you're eating crunchy grapes, I mean, it's not bad for you. But if you're eating crunchy bag grapes, and bag after, 
uh, of like Cheetos one after another, I mean, that's not great for your waistline. But grapes, and then when you eat a lot of grapes, it makes you poop. Yeah, so the, you wake up in the morning, you have a nice dump. With the, that's a with beautiful the grapes thing. ferment in your stomach if you have that many? And then you mm, maybe poison yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm, but uh, we even Julie actually got me into uh, you know, this shit called True Fruit. And it's literally, you, it's fruit, different cherries, blueberries, whatever. And it comes covered in, uh, in dark chocolate and like white chocolate and shit like that. So the combination of the dark chocolate, which is good for you, and the white chocolate, which is better for you than milk chocolate, but it's sweet. It makes it taste like milk chocolate, essentially. But it's like chocolate cherries and shit. And you just keep them in the freezer, you know, just like just like you would your grapes. And you want a little treat? Pop a couple of those, and you almost you feel like it, it. Honestly, tastes exactly to me like when you buy like like f- fucking chocolate fruit for someone for Valentine's Day, and it's like these are these are just something you buy. What's it called again? The supermarket. True fruit. Everything you're saying sounds like a gay innuendo. It does. Chocolate covered <laughs> cherries. Yeah, I heard that before. That's how you get worms. <laughs> <laughs> that was no first for time. me. <laughs> and the true fruit. It sounds like a cream puff. <laughs> a cream pie. It really does. It sounds like an ookie cookie. <laughs> oh, well, I got news for you. It's milk chocolate and the white substance. You can call it whatever you want, but we all know what it is. <laughs> And it's dripping from your beard right no now. <laughs> and on that it's note, magnificent! To the next one. But, <laughs> and we're going to talk about mushrooms. And you're actually, with this one, you have to watch out. Because if you had too many mushrooms, you might get shit coming out of your ass like Seema just described. Oh, really? Because <laughs> you're basically... <clears throat> yeah, mushrooms, you're basically giving yourself a stomach flu. That's kind of how it works. You eat oh, shit, really? You give yourself kind of like a stomach flu. And then during this stomach flu, you, you start, you know, hallucinating and shit. And uh, I know it sounds worse than what it is, but you basically, if you eat too many, you're going to end up on the toilet taking a massive shit and like bugging out in the bathroom. But if you eat just the right amount, you know, you're. You you feel like a little rumble as you process it, but you start sitting there, and all of a sudden, like maybe like an hour later, a uh, little spot over here will start looking cool, and out of like the corner of your eye, and you'll be like, "What?" And if you look at it, it's gone. But then out of the corner of your eye, you still you keep seeing shit looks cool, and eventually, that little corner of your eye spot starts growing and growing and growing until it kind of like hits that moment where the best way to describe it is, have you seen the wizard of Oz, right? Oh yeah. I saw wicked last night. Um, Booyah. There you go. When Dorothy ends up walking from her world to the wizard to Oz and everything hits and becomes colorful. It's like Mm -hmm. that essentially. It's like, like colors just start grooving. Everything just becomes brighter and cool. Uh, For example, like, Something like this color would look awesome. Just everything looks brighter and cool. Music starts really fucking hitting you in the spot, uh, especially things that you know were written to trip on, like Pink Floyd's "Dark Side of the Moon." Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend watching that. Synced up with "The Wizard of Oz," 
Uh, you can even download it that way already. Great, great shit. Uh, and and you kind of like get giggly, and you start, you know, I've had trees like... whisper at me. I swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and things things I'm might like, speak what? to you. Things you're hallucinating oh. at this point, but thing you know, trees are so wise. Pocahontas things might talk right. to you. I never had anything like like an object or anything talk to me like that per se, but uh, I did eat too many mushrooms once and crap your uh, pants. <laughs> no, I thought that God was talking to me because I like went into a room, went to the bathroom actually to pee. And then I was like looking at these uh, water stains in the tub essentially. And I started focusing on them, and then they basically like started spinning and 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 spinning 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 spinning. And then next thing I know, I felt like I was like, like in a complete white space, almost like like heaven or something, and just like covered in light, white light. And I heard a voice go, "Carlos," and I was like, "It's your brother!" Like, get out of the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, God? He's like, what are you doing, Carlos? And then the fucking force pushed me. And I literally, like, reacted physically as to something that pushed me. And I went flying through the bathroom door at my college apartment. And the fucking door was ripped off the hinges. <laughs> And I woke up to my roommate and my buddy who was tripping with us like, Carlos, are you okay? They're like slapping me awake. Like, Carlos, are you okay? And I was like, dude, God just fucked me up. He was not happy. <laughs> now, is this before or after you guys tried to light your apartment on fire? Um, That was more alcohol related. I have to say. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. With mushrooms. Mushrooms, you're way more relaxed. You're not, you're not, at least no, in my alcohol case. Alcohol is a drug too. Alcohol is yeah, alcohol is definitely drug. We're not we're not including this list because we're gonna talk about you know the other, but alcohol is definitely drug, and that's the other one that really makes me violent <laughs> or smashy. <laughs> uh, all this stuff like mushrooms, you kind of turn into a five year old essentially, and your imagination is really wild. Everything is great, everything's funnier, colors are brighter. Uh, you just revert into a kid, you know what I mean? And and like I just I just get so giggly. First impressions are everything in life, and that is why I'm so thankful for Manscaped. My face looks nice and fresh thanks to the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and now I can finally get rid of those weird hairs growing out of my nose and ears that started coming ever since I turned 35, thanks to the new Weed Whacker 2.0. Gentlemen, meet the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It is the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft your signature look. Wait, you don't have a signature look? What do you mean you don't have a signature look? You gotta have this signature look, people! It all starts with the cordless electric beard hedger. The beard hedger is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths all in one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that you're definitely going to lose, and then you're going to be looking for them, and it's going to be a whole thing. God, I'm so happy to be done with that. The Pro Kit also comes with their four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. 
This includes Manscaped beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm to moisturize, style, and shimmer your new beard. Plus, the kit has three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors. Oh, that baby's going to be looking nice. And with a nice beard, your face is perfectly groomed, right? Wrong! You need to keep an eye out for those tough-to-trim ear nose hairs. The brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin-safe technology with a no-tugging guarantee. It's never been so painless to mind your manholes. And now that your face is looking great, you must try Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 for the full body grooming experience. Good news. The Performance Package 4.0 now comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 and all the other below-the-waist grooming products Manscaped is known for. Your significant other will be delighted to see you covering all bases, if you know what I mean. You don't know what we mean? Okay, we'll draw you a picture. So, get 20% off and free shipping with our promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use our promo code FRATCHAT. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I like doing mushrooms by myself and just listening to music. Yeah, I mean, I've done it. And, uh... But I'd rather, like, hang out with someone and just, like, geek out and giggle. For, like, three but you have to be comfortable with that someone. If you're in a group and you don't like one person, oh, it's going to well, yeah, fuck yeah, up yeah. your high. You have to make sure it's yeah, a positive yeah, space. It's nice to do outside, but just, mm-hmm. you know, be be wary of, of doing it by water. <laughs> you know, so yeah. just make sure it's a safe area. I remember one of my roommates in college sure. was tripping on shrooms and he had all these like fish posters, not like fishy fish, but like the band fish oh, the band and fish. they're like the psychedelic hey, looking losers. posters. And he thought it was on fire and he threw a pot of water on the wall. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Wow. Um, but you know, a lot wow. of people mix mushrooms with like yogurt or they'll put it in like a peanut butter sandwich and then everyone thought I was an idiot, but when I did mushrooms most recently, I put them on a salad. I just put a lot of ranch dressing. And I thought, why not? Oh. Like I always put mushrooms in a salad I anyway. See, I ate them straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're gross, but I ate them straight up. But in a salad, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Like, I didn't notice it. Man. And I and I like still it. felt like I had a nice nutritious lunch, you know? <laughs> I I have also put them in a Philly cheesesteak before, which is you know I was starving. Oh, that sounds good. I, I like a like, oh. chicken Philly cheese with ground chicken. chicken. Philly cheese is very underrated, you guys. I like. I'm a big yeah. fan of uh, the chicken cheesesteaks. I just delicious. I don't love cheese whiz, and I feel like I I, I, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's more gourmet you if you use like whiz. better cheese. Whiz with brother. <clears throat> Well, I, I guess know. if for a chicken one, I wouldn't necessarily want cheese whiz. I would rather have like, like some melted something, Swiss provolone, monster, anything. For for the steak and cheese, I like have the whiz. a chicken cheese steak with barbecue sauce. See, that's great. That's good. And for that, I wouldn't do whiz with barbecue. Uh, yeah, no. But for a, for a steak one, gotta have whiz with. I don't whiz like cheese whiz, whiz, brother. You get those, and, get that whiz. You get the onions. You know, I've been with enough peppers. Latin men to know all about cheese whiz, and I'm not interested. <laughs> That's called jizz whiz. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get the word schmegma and magma mixed up all the time, and they're very different. <laughs> yeah, very different things. Uh, things you don't want to get mixed up in your high school science class. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it will not go well. But, uh, you know, if you want to think Both about your day. mushrooms and acid, yes. Uh, the only difference, really, I feel like with mushrooms, while it kind of gives you the key to unlocking all the weirdness in your brain, acid gives you the key to control it. You know what I mean? You feel like like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. You know what I mean? He can do what he wants. But here's the thing. It's only in your brain. But yeah, you, know, you can fucking... Like with mushrooms, for example, like everything will be like bouncing around. Like let's say like this wall that's white uh, or like slightly, you know, the, the color is like slightly orange. It'll turn super bright. But then on, on acid, you might be sitting there like, oh, I can move the cor- the colors <laughs> from left to right. You know what I mean? You're more of, you're more of an analytical uh, trip, I feel like, in acid you know, versus with mushrooms. I was more like verbal and stuff. Yeah. But I will say that, um, okay, so I think I did acid with uh, Nemechode um, and my friend okay. Charlie at House of Yes. Because I remember Charlie, I was already kind of drunk, but Charlie gave us all like these box tops and told us to chew on them. Did I ever tell you this? Oh. No. And I was like, okay, whatever. I was hungry. So I chew, he said, just chew on it. I said, okay. And then like, after a little while, I feel like the lights, it's just a stupid strobe lights, but I was like, this is the most beautiful light display I think I've ever seen in my life. And then when I went home in the Uber, <laughs> I was like, your dashboard is fucking amazing, man. And he was like, thanks, dude. I was like, that really is like, like we just never take time to sit back and talk about like the beauties of the world, like the wonders of the world. And he was wow. like, okay. He's like, it's a, it's like, it's a Toyota Camry. Like, I know, but it's a beautiful Toyota Camry. This is a really, really beautiful, <laughs> special experience. I mean, the lights are stunning. I just feel like everything was just so pretty. Damn. Mesmerizing. Now, I wonder if he gave you acid or Maui. Oh. You, uh... Well, if you chew on it, I think they put a drop of something on, like, a box top. Some people put it on paper and you put it on your tongue. Yeah. No, that it was definitely acid. Yeah, he definitely gave you acid. <laughs> Um, and acid is great, honestly. The only thing that I gotta warn you guys is you gotta watch out for too much acid because you don't OD on it, but it does like fucking melt your brain. <laughs> like I know people who have done way too much acid in their lives and they just were not the same. And there are some physical symptoms that start popping up here. Like with mushrooms, you can overdose. So you have to watch out for that. With acid, you can't, but if you eat enough, you start feeling things according to deserthopetreatment.com. Things like panic, aggression, suicidal or homicidal ideation, uh, fear of going insane. It's very common. Severe depression, hypertension, rapid heartbeat, sweating, flushing, nausea, loss of appetite, diarrhea, inability to sleep, or drowsiness, which is an oxymoron, dry mouth, tremors, Uh weakness, Pins and needle sensations, hyperactive reflexes, or a mild fever, which I feel like mild fever should have been at the top of this list. <laughs> Sounds like the easiest symptom here. Uh, then all these other awful things. But yeah, uh, I've only done acid a couple of times in my life. I uh, don't think I probably will again. And nothing against it. It's just, you know, I've been there, done that. Great time. 
very cool. Things were awesome. Uh, you feel like your brain really does change the way it thinks in some ways. But I do feel like if you've never done mushrooms or acid, I would start maybe with mushrooms and do that yeah, first. So it's, but, but I would recommend um, that you do one or the other at least once in your life. You don't have to do a lot. Just a very small amount. I, it's literally has been proven scientifically. They've done scientific tests. Even people who did like a very small amount said that it, it helped improve their lives moving forward forever. It just gives you a, you know, a slightly different way of thinking. For some reason, I always have like an epiphany when I trip. <laughs> I you know, have to be better. I have to be nicer. I have to be you know, a better son, better worker, whatever. For some reason, always better happens. podcast so, hosts. Yeah. Yeah, better lover, you know, <laughs> a better lover to your podcast co-host. Uh, <laughs> so I think I think whenever I hear LSD, I think like like experimentation in like the '60s, right? Didn't didn't the government do a lot of stuff? But I believe yes, that the in... CIA invented LSD. Actually, oh really? Thought that it was uh, going to help them make it as truth serum. And uh, no, it was not true serum. It, they ruined a lot of people's lives. They even got sued eventually for killing this guy by feeding him a bunch of acid and then he jumped out a window. Um, yeah, it was the CIA. I guess you can thank them. <laughs> uh, but they also experimented with people like the Unabomber with LSD. So... Uh, if you want to actually have a much deeper view of this whole thing, uh, check out the podcast, uh, last podcast on the left. They literally did like a six episode uh, series on this. And the name of it is MK Ultra was the name of the secret program. It literally was looking to create mind control. And uh, this was at the time where, the Cold War was raging, uh, so you know they heard that the Russians were doing it. So we're gonna try it too over here. Uh, oh, and Russians. literally, you find out how the CIA not only created it but helped distribute it across the country, across college campuses. They might have even given it to people like Charlie Manson to distribute. Uh, it's crazy. It's honestly is crazy. And uh, yeah, you find out just how many lives were ruined as a result of it. But uh, those guys are also very funny, so they do it in a way, in a nice spin where you'll you'll have a good time. So uh, not that they well, need I do know they're pretty big, but check it out if you want more info. About a year and a half ago, the FDA cleared LSD-based anxiety drugs for clinical trials. So there's a lot of research right now, not so much in mind control, but well, I guess maybe it's a form of mind control. They're trying to help alleviate some mental illness. Yeah. So... Down the line, who knows? That might be available at your local weed dispensary. Because now uh, weed dispensaries are selling some like um, edibles laced with um, shrooms. That's true. Which, uh, to be fair, it's like I don't know if that's even legal. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta watch out for those. Because I I think I would rather trust chocolate shrooms that like my buddy makes than shit that you buy in a store. Unless it's like regulated, and no, the dispensaries in New York, 
right now it's kind of the wild west over here. It's legal, yeah. but those aren't the state regulated ones. So I don't sometimes, know. So sometimes you'll buy some some edibles, but it's not in like in a sealed package, just like in a ziploc of some sort. And you're like, yeah, like this wasn't yeah. sealed. I like and the ones in LA. You also, have to tear them open. Yeah, and some of those edibles are literally just straight candy that they trick you with, but nothing in it. So it's like you can get something that's not what it is or nothing at all. So I don't know. I would hold out uh, until the state regulates it, and it will eventually. It will, but until then, honestly, your buddy will probably make safer chocolate shrooms where you actually know what's in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yes, anyways, uh, moving on to one that uh, I think this drug has helped power the finance industry and New York City and the modeling industry. And yeah. Let's see, what else? I do and think art. Wall Street boys when I hear this. Uh, we're going on to Finance cocaine goes. and uh, powered uh, the Colombian <laughs> and part of Venezuela's economies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cocaine. Now, how do I describe how you feel in cocaine? I feel like it's kind of like Hey man, do you really like Bitcoin? I like Bitcoin. You gotta check out Bitcoin. You wanna invest in my Bitcoin, but you have to do some right now. But wait, let's do some more cocaine. I'll talk to you more about this business strategy I haven't created the next Bitcoin. Oh, that feels really good. Okay, man. Okay, so this is what you're gonna do. You create Bitcoin, right? And then you sell the Bitcoin, and then you buy the Bitcoin back, and then the Bitcoin cocaine. Uh yes, you get <laughs> and seen. I've never done cocaine uh, before. You just get sped up, man. Well, uh, to be fair, before uh, you had your nose surgery, I don't know that I would have wanted to share my cocaine with you because I just feel like you might have taken most of it. (laughs) Oh, because because I had a big Jewish nose. (laughs) Hey, guys, I'll do some cocaine with you. (laughs) You know, I, 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 the. Hey, guys. The crowd loved me the other night, but when I mentioned I was half Jewish, and I said. I said, um, half of me, I'm half Jewish. You wouldn't know that because I just got a nose job, but it's true. And then some of the girls <laughs> yeah. in front of me were like, "Yes, no, that was yes, it is. Good. That was good." But, <laughs> but yes, I don't think I would have wanted to share uh, cocaine with Sima before because <laughs> I was gonzo. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the thing about it is that. Everything does get sped up. You do feel like you have like a huge rush of energy. If you ever were in college and you messed around with something like Adderall before, uh, turn that up to an 11 a bit. But the thing is, once you do cocaine, the only thing you can do is more cocaine. <laughs> like, because yeah, it lasts like 15 minutes. Yeah, but I also think yeah, that like... Exactly. Um, exactly. Like, I, I'm not a cocaine expert. I've never done it before, but... Uh, I did take, I mean, it was prescribed, but I did take Adderall. And to me, cocaine is like an intense version of Adderall almost in the sense that like a lot of people in right, school exactly. would steal my Adderall and crush it up and snort it. Now, I've always wondered that like, like Adderall for me would relax me so that I could focus. Um, but Adderall for some other people makes it's like taking too much caffeine it makes them like jittery it makes them fast paced it makes them uh um almost irritable and i had the opposite effect so sometimes i always wonder like i wonder if cocaine or other these drugs would have different effects on different people depending on like their you know chemical makeup in their brain who knows but uh uh, i do know that one of the reasons on what you take 
and there's better and there's good cocaine and there's bad cocaine you know what i mean that's what, that's the thing about drugs there's good drugs there's bad drugs i feel like the the shit that the you get in hollywood like the celebs over there take probably makes you feel like you get your nipples licked by you know carmen electra or something <laughs> but, maybe <laughs> it's, it's not the same thing but the stuff that that new york city for example uh we're talking about Wall Street, the stuff that those guys get. That's the shit that, you know, keeps a trucker awake for 14 hours straight while they're screaming at each other, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. They take shit that's like, they need to be, sell, sell, sell that, you know? Like, so that, that shit is very strong and uh, gets you hyped, brother. <laughs> but not only so, like, it's like Wall Street, most people that work at Wall Street work in finance, specifically in New York. Um, are at a much higher pay scale so they can afford the good stuff. But also, I think that um, uh, cocaine does help some people perform like some physical and intellectual tasks more quickly. Um, so I, I do think that there's like some benefits in their minds of doing coke. You know, sometimes if you drink oh, yeah. too much and alcohol and you feel like you're, you're like... Hours. Oh, totally. But if you drink too much yeah, alcohol yeah, at Sunday brunch and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go home. If someone takes you to the bathroom and you snort some Adderall or some Coke, then you're going to be ready to, for round two, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I never hope I have to be one of those people that uh, has to get ready for round two <laughs> by snorting blow in the bathroom. Uh, I will say it is a good time from time to time, but you have to, especially these days, watch out for fentanyl, you guys, because I literally know someone who died of it not that long ago. Uh, their stuff is laced with it. Uh, they never made it to the hospital. It's fucking awful. He was a good guy. He should be around today. And literally, they sell, they sell them, and I'm pretty sure you even give them out for free in some places. Test strips. Dip your blow in it, see what is in it, make sure it's clean, you know, and then you can. Even if you don't do coke, but, if you yeah. come across a test strip, just hold on to it because one of your friends might need it, you know? Why not? Yeah. It's like condoms. Sure. You don't like, have you to use the condom, give it to your friends. We're not, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not an infomercial podcast or anyway, or one of these like, you know, like super woke, <laughs> trying to save lives. Uh, but you really should, if you mess around with shit like cocaine, you gotta, you gotta get the fentanyl strips right now. It's like, it's, it's like a fucking epidemic in fentanyl. Essentially people are really putting that out there to cut their shit with instead yeah, of, I can tell you a dozen people that I know that have died. Oh yeah. Totally. Mostly performers from fentanyl. Wow. Yeah. It's That's crazy. You know, go. some people so, though, you gotta watch out, dude. Everybody, I feel like everybody I know knows someone at this point that has died from it, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So that shows you. And that five years ago, I don't know what fentanyl was. So yeah, that says something. It all comes from Venezuela. But on that, Anti Garcia. You could yes, yes, yes. Um. So I do just want to say there are fun times you can be having cocaine. Let's be safe. I personally never tried it because I had a heart condition growing up. And I do know that um, in some rare instances, you can have like sudden death with your first use of cocaine or something shortly after because normally the deaths are often a result of like cardiac arrest or like seizures. So there's like some like crazy effects you can have, um, some crazy like cardiovascular effects. 
Um, it can disturb your heart rhythm. It can cause heart attacks, neurological effects, like um, seizure strokes, comas, gastrointestinal complications. I mean, you name it. There's a lot of really scary things. So like start small, guys, if you feel like you have to do it. But if you're modeling, don't do it because it's so easy to tell who did and then they don't get asked back on that fashion <laughs> show. There were times I would see people walk down the runway and, I'm, and they would walk so fast. And I'm like, oh my God, they just snorted. Oh, we told them not to. They're not going to be asked back. <laughs> what a shame. Their, their, eye, like their pupils were dilated. Their yeah, eyes were like bloodshot. And they're like, I don't know. It's just sad to me. Yeah, I, tried hey. it, I tried it in college where, you know, when you go to do things <laughs> such as cocaine. And I'm not gonna lie. I, first time I tried it, very little amount. I just wanted to see what it actually did to me, especially at the time. My only experience with it was like what you see in like movies and TV, which is, you know, always exaggerated. And you, you know, it's like, it's like you see a person take a little line, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like that, you know. It's more like you want to be more discreet. It's like, you know, oh yeah, that feels good. Boogie boogie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wanted to try it out to see what it actually did to me before I had more. But it's one that I have to say, like, can't do that often because they will kick your ass. The next day, you're because you're, you're up late, and the next day, you're just exhausted. So uh, if you're a person that gets hungover already, uh, you probably don't want to be messing around with this because the whole next day, you're going to be out. <laughs> wow. Most people out. mix. Most people mix cocaine with alcohol, right? So alcohol is a depressant, cocaine is a stimulant. So just having those two opposite effects at the same time can be pretty scary on your heart too, right? I don't recommend yeah, it. And you, and then you too much to risk with fentanyl. So uh-huh. Too much. It's scary. Yeah, be careful. Don't forget the strips. Stick with shrooms. Do all the shrooms. And on to this next one, actually. Uh, actually, before we get to that one, we'll do... We'll go with Ecstasy and Molly. Who's uh, a big skank. Really? Everyone does her. <laughs> what a whore. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, I, For example, the way that Simo was describing his acid experience can be similar in some ways because when you do mushrooms and acid, you can get a bit of a sensible thing as well, and you can see things very cool. But the way that you feel with Ecstasy and Molly, honestly, fucking groovy. Feel fun. Does make you horny? You feel like uh, you feel horny. You feel friendly. Everything feels good when you touch it. So that's why it makes sex super great. It makes people super sexual. Kissing feels great. You know what I mean? Uh, but it definitely makes you almost like a dumb animal, is my opinion. <laughs> you just want to fuck or um, have more ecstasy. It's, it's like poppers, but it lasts longer. Have you done poppers before? I've never done poppers. Uh, poppers is basically when a drag queen blows you a kiss from across the room. Uh, <laughs> no, poppers is like uh, it relaxes you, and a lot of guys take it when they're having butt sex, especially on the receiving end, because oh. it's not as uh, painful. It relaxes wow. your muscles, specifically your booty, your culo muscles. Ah, oh, got it. Yeah. So you want to... I don't necessarily need to relax my booty muscles unless I got to take a big Because you're a champ. So. Carlos is like, all I need is spit determination. You got conditioner it. in your bathroom? And we can Uncle improvise. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. Uncle Steve uh, and his pencil but, dick. 
Anyone can take that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you just, I, I, I remember this one time again in college, this dude <laughs> brought, uh, brought Molly because we had in our college in Towson, there's this thing, which they might still do it. I just haven't been in a while called the tiger fest every year where they would bring this big band, uh, you know, it was like a big concert, but you know, people would drink all day. There's parties all around campus. It was super fun. And anyways, uh, this guy I know brought ecstasy to the party, and literally it was in a little baggie. And at one point, he of course took it himself, and he became super friendly. So he started hanging out, and he he was there to really sell it. But then he fucking got high on his own supply, so he started giving it away to everybody. <laughs> And like a nice. bunch of our friends, and he was literally like throwing them out, almost like a mama bird feeding her baby birds. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Yes, yes!" And he would just drop the e pill in their in their mouth, and then you like he created like little ecstasy monsters essentially. Really, but everybody was having such a good time that honestly, if uh, that was like the one positive real experience I had with it, uh, I also did Molly. Uh, if I'm going to confess things at a, at a Primus concert once, and that was really fun. But here's the thing you got to watch out for, which always freaks me out. That's why I've only partaken in these drugs like twice in my life. Uh, you got to have water. And if you don't have enough water, you can literally fry your brain and die. So that's why like, I only tried it in college, really, for the most part. Uh, and it just kind of scares me too much for that reason. And you know, I've never done it. Yeah, it's fun. You would have a good time. But the thing is, like, when you know that you need to have, for example, at least just for my particular case, when I know that I I need to then find water, that makes me like paranoid, and that makes me feel like fuck. I'm gonna die. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't find water, I'm gonna fucking die. So, so then it just doesn't. You, when you have that feeling in the back of your head when you do any drug, you shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's gonna. I think about time. that scene. I don't know if it's Bad Boys One or Bad Boys Two, when that guy has an overdose on the dance floor and they just pick him up and toss his body out like in an alley. I'm like, oh my god, oh, that yeah. would be me. Not interested. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a hornball anyway. I don't need it. Exactly, dude. So no, not for me. Uh, fun drug again, but eh, I would say when you when you have to worry about things like that, and also. It's very chemical, and that's why you also don't know what exactly it could be. Sometimes it's laced with shit, and literally people die. And I honestly don't know enough about this drug to find a fail-safe way to test for it. So uh, I just stay away from it. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, these next two are ones that, uh, one, the first one, I don't really hear about it that often anymore, but it it got really big when I was a freshman in college at Towson. Uh, I remember it got people like freaking out because I mean, I know you can have too much of it. So if some people are stupid with it, of course I'm talking about salvia, which was this little plant almost looked like weed. It almost smelled like pine cones. It's, it's a form <laughs> and, of sage. Uh, it's so it's very stage. common in like the West Coast, like in Utah, and like it's, it's it's very common in like Native American culture for like ceremonial things. So it's been around exactly. forever, and it's really easy to produce, and it's really easy to get. Exactly, it's and, also legal. Uh, it's legal, exactly, and it was legal in Maryland at the time. I I think it ended up becoming illegal later on, but don't quote me on this because I I just but I do remember like that the drug had some backlash. 
But I remember I went to try it my freshman year of college, went into like the only like wooded area in my college and like sat there with my buddies. And the thing about it is I didn't really know what to expect. So it was a super weird experience when it happened. So maybe if someone had warned me, uh, I would have enjoyed it better. But essentially, like, I took it and then I started feeling like I was going to laugh. Like, something like, like I felt like, oh, this feels good. And I was going to, like, if I had something really funny and I'm not supposed to laugh and you just break out laughing, then the thing was... I couldn't stop laughing was the weird thing. And like, I, like, and literally like I kept laughing to the point where like I wanted to stop. And so that I put my, my head down on my legs on my lap to try to force myself to stop laughing, but I couldn't stop laughing. And all of a sudden I started like seeing like weird spots in my visions, even though my eyes were closed and I felt like I was falling down a hole <laughs> while laughing, even though I wanted to be screaming. And then all of a sudden, like, I snapped out of it and like, I felt like I could, I could almost like catch my breath and stop the laughing. Uh, but it, I, I felt like hours had gone by, but it was only like seven minutes. Like it was very quick. You like go off somewhere, you come back. Uh, I wish someone would have told me that because then in the back of my head, I would have known, Oh, this is going to be short. You're not, you know, don't bug out. And then you know, wouldn't have bug out. <laughs> so you could just do it every 15 minutes to take a hit. Oh, well, here's the thing. I only did it that one time, and then I was so freaked out from the experience that I just remember being exhausted, and I went back to my dorm and, like, signed back in and just laid down on my bed and just, like, called it a night. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Didn't go out that night. Uh, it was just like, like, that was it. Maybe if I would have known what was going on, maybe I would have tried it again, but nah. It was, it was too much I'm, for me. Worth trying it just to say I did it, but eh. Yeah, too much anxiety. That's the thing. I think I'm looking up the the legality in the United States, and it says that in the U.S., salvia is not regulated under the Controlled Substances Act. But some states, and this is Wikipedia, everyone, uh, some states, including Delaware, Illinois, Louisiana, Missouri, Virginia, Tennessee, Texas, and others, have passed their own laws. Several other states have proposed legislation. Uh, and that includes Alabama, Alaska, California, Florida, Georgia, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. But most of these proposals have not made it into law with motions having failed, stalled, or otherwise died. Um, and I I think that it's probably because this is a really hard drug to police because it doesn't have a distinctive odor like marijuana does. It, um, uh, doesn't, it doesn't really look distinctive like marijuana leaves. So, I mean... I can't imagine them being successful in, uh, like I said, policing this drug. And you only like buy a little bit because you only need like a hit. So it's like, like when we like you'll buy like an eighth because you're gonna be smoking all day. Mm-hmm. But with this, like you would literally just buy like you know get like a little cellophane sack and then you just you take a hit and then you you're done. <laughs> so yeah, it would be tough to find, and. If it's something that's poli- made in Native American territory, then how do you, you can't really police that because they have their own laws over there. Well, like also, if you want to grow marijuana in your house, you have to get like high powered lights or like like black lights. It's like, it's like a, a system, right? Like it has to be very, um, yeah. a very controlled climate and whatnot. But right. but 
salvia can be just a generic houseplant and no big deal. You know? Wow, I had no idea. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Wow. So easy. Maybe I'll I'm 2% <laughs> Native American, so I'm, I, I think I can speak on behalf of my people. Thank you. Me uh, and yes, Elizabeth right. Warren. Uh, and the 2% that he got, you know, in the 98 white European percent, totally doesn't mean that that 2% wasn't obtained by force or anything. Of course not. <laughs> It was totally, it was just totally, you know, a white European fell in love with, you know, Native American. And, you know, Pocahontas is based on CMOs, 2%. Yeah. Yeah. John Smith was slinging yogurt and she caught it (laughs) and she put it in a turkey baster and was like, and then boom, that's how it works. Bada bing, bada boom. And that's how white privilege was invented. So I've never I smoked savia, but I'm not opposed to it. Um, I have smoked mugwort, which is um, uh, is supposed to help enhance prophetic dreams, and it's supposed to, and, and like historically, a lot of like soldiers back in like I don't know centuries ago would put it like in their shoes, their armor. I'm talking about like Greek soldiers, you know. Um, but uh, uh, it's also grown and used as protection. Some cultures cook with it, but I would mix it with marijuana to help me sleep. And I would have awesome fucking dreams. It's like you're high when you're asleep. That's cool. It stinks. It also sounds like a Harry Potter insult. Mugworth. You fucking Mugworth, huh? How could you, you Mugworth? Kill the Mugworth! (laughs) This last one I've never done before. I've been offered, but it scares me. Oh, yeah. Uh... I have done it just the one time, which I went into detail uh, on this very show uh, a few months ago. So check out the archives for the detailed experience. But we're talking about DMT. And here's the thing about DMT. Uh, You produce it naturally when you dream and right before you die. It's produced in your brain. So it essentially, if you ever smoke DMT, uh, it gives you a dreamlike experience that leads into some super strong and potent sights in your brain. Like for me, in my particular case, I drank that I died and was reborn floating into the cosmos like a naked floating baby Jesus. Uh, it was both terrifying and fun. But the thing is, if you've never done it before, like I had, I did for me, my hit was too much. So maybe I should have done a little bit less uh, because I literally like bugged out. I thought I fucking died and was reborn, you guys. And uh, (laughs) dying was very scary, but being reborn made you feel at peace. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe in some ways that is what happens when you die. Do you smoke it like in a joint or do you put it in a bowl or like a bong? The way that I did it, I don't know how everybody else does it but the way that i that i was shown was in a bong and it was someone put just a little bit of weed so the, the dmt powder wouldn't get sucked through it was powder uh, put, yeah it's like it's like very powdery it's almost like you know when you have weed like uh in your in your grinder there's that little keef chamber that yeah. builds it up and the keef is like thinner so you gotta you know mm-hmm. put it on top of stuff it's kind of like that uh but more you know powdery based so you gotta be careful that it doesn't get sucked through. But yeah, the, the hit that I got was because was a massive one. 
because I saw my friend hit it first, whose name I won't reveal in the podcast. So I don't know if he wants me to. And uh, sorry, Jack. Uh, I usually I usually had a big similar tolerance to him and things, and uh, he was just like, "No, oh, you know, this is what I hit." So I was like, oh, I'll take the same size hit. Bad idea. He had already done it before, so he knew he's getting into. I had no idea, and it freaked me out. So I was. It all lasted maybe 15, 20 minutes, but I literally died. Like I saw my parents screaming my name as like a fucking heart monitor. And then you became our Lord and Savior. And then I became Hispanic baby Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know a lot about Jesus, but I know one thing. It's not Venezuelan. That's for damn sure. (laughs) The the whites will take that he's brown, but never Latino. (laughs) (laughs) So concessions that can't be made. So those are the drugs that I would recommend people try. Well, I definitely learned a lot. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I think uh, those those are like the fun, acceptable drugs. You know what I mean? But there are the ones that I haven't tried. I mean, I know Simo hasn't tried. And we're going to warn you very quickly, never to ever do these drugs. The ones like meth, uh, crack, speed, uh, heroin, heroin. You don't want to do any of those drugs. I don't know much about them other than what I've read and seen on movies. For example, uh, meth uh, apparently makes you fucking feel kind of crazy, if you know what I mean. And uh, highly addictive. Uh, It gives you a rush. Uh, so basically like you just feel like like everything's just soaring through the sky and all of a sudden you get this crazy high and the thing about it is it leads to binging it leads to tweaking because fucking you have this rush and your heart speeds and everything like that you eventually crash and you're hungover and then here's the thing about drugs like that they say oh the only thing that you can do to clear the hangover is to have more and it leads to things like uh, dependency and uh, and withdrawal when you decide to cut it off. So it's one of the more addicting ones. You don't want to do that shit. You don't want to crack like either. If you're trying to like boost your status amongst the popular crowd, you know, like injecting heroin into your veins is not like going to gain you any sort of brownie points. It's like totally. loser. Do you know what I mean? Totally. It's just like uh, it's it's just you know. And like, for example, those drugs just sound terrifying. Like, for crack, crack sounds terrifying to me. It just sounds crack is scary. Whack. Yeah, crack is whack. and it's and no, crack is just crystallized form of cocaine that can be smoked. But cocaine's classy cousin. All right, so if you're gonna stick to that cocaine family, just get cocaine. <laughs> yeah, and crack only lasts five to ten minutes, similar to cocaine. So uh, it's one that will keep you super dependent. Speed is the only one that sounds kind of cool, mostly because there was that Keanu Reeves movie named Speed, where he was on the bus. You know, the bus went under 60 miles. With Sandra Bullock. It would blow up with Sandra Bullock, baby. And uh, Dennis Hopper as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And Sandra Bullock was one of my crushes during that movie because she was a cutie patootie. Um, yes, Speed is cool, but it, it, it does what it makes you feel like. But I feel like you know, while you're like all like jittery and wide awake and excited, I feel like it's like the one where you see 
people on speed were like running around naked fighting like 13 cops you know what i mean <laughs> and it's always like those weirdos and their balls are hands like why are they so naked and it's like yeah they get superhuman strength pcp but... and bath salts do that pcp too. PCP as well. Bath salts. That guy uh, a few years ago ate someone's fucking face. Remember? We fucking found him. Yeah. Uh, literally, I think it was in Florida, like mauling some guy and biting his face skin off his face. Ugh. It's it's funny so because when Mike stay. Tyson did it, it was like, cool. But if anyone else does it, like, you're a criminal. I mean, <laughs> be consistent, America. I mean, uh, I just feel like you if you want to do something, you want to be first. You know what I mean? You want to be the trendsetter. Other than that, you're just kind of a copycat. So, you know. Of course. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. But, yeah, you want to stay away from those drugs. Stay away from the meth. Stay away from the crack. Stay away from the speed. Stay away from the PCP, the bath salts. Stay, stay away. away from the vagina. Do stay away from the clits. Tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from tatters, especially if they're leaking. Gross. Oh, actually, just reminded me Poopas. Uh, that uh, I, at this club that I went to, that I was telling you about off air, the strangers that just opened up in New York City. You guys, uh, there was a lady with fake boobs, and then when she squeezed the boobs, liquor would come out of the nipple. And she was like giving it to strangers. Oh, so not not implants, like a prosthetic that she wore over top. I'm pretty sure it was a pro- I'm sure it was a prosthetic. You know what I mean? Can, can you imagine? <laughs> but it was. But they look so real. Is the thing. There's this guy that used to take. Um, uh, oh, what's it called? You put in your urethra. It's um catheter, and would soak up red wine. Yeah, and then he would um piss it out in people's mouths at this gay bar, this underground gay bar in Chicago. He got a lot of UTIs or urinary tract infections, but he was like, doesn't matter. I get paid thousands of dollars a night. So I get it. I wouldn't do it, but I understand. Money talks? Yeah. Well, on that note, everyone... uh, (laughs) I never told you that? R.I.P. to that guy's urethra. Yeah. And my penis for the rest of the day. Ooh, that feels so, that feels awful. Oh, that no, let us know what you thought. That's why I love them so much. Of our list. <laughs> let us know what you thought of our list. The fun side of the drug family and the scary side. Have you tried some of those scary ones that we say not to? Let us know uh, what it was like at Frat Chat Podcast. Maybe maybe Simo will get down and do some meth. <laughs> But, but we already lost uh, Jimmy and Timmy before, so I don't need to lose Timo uh, or anybody else. <laughs> so let us know uh, what you thought of our list on all social channels. At Frat Chat Podcast, that's on Instagram, that's on Facebook, that is on Twitter, that is on YouTube. Yeah, you can follow it everywhere. You can also follow us on all social channels. Give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube. Uh, on Instagram, Carlos Does World on Twitter. Follow my good buddy Simo over there at chris.more.comedy on the old Instagram and on TikTok and at Comedy on the old Twitter machine. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to motion to adjourn this meeting. And uh, first, before I ever say goodbye, let me rip this in celebration. Happy 420. Happy belated. It's a holiday. And I second! Oh, yeah. So... We'll see you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts and time. The Frat Chat Podcast. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.